What is going on everybody? This is episode 250. Yes, 250 of the first and frame rate show. I am VF Baller and it's just been a journey. I mean, when I first started this uh podcast or show, I had a couple of guys with me. Actually, I had one person, then it jumped over to two people, and now it's just myself. And it's just been a turn for a different format of what we used to do. We usually just straight talk about sports and gaming, but now with just me here and I've been reporting on the news and everything around Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. It's pretty much been that. That's what it was. So, um, again, I guess it's congratulations, uh, episode 250, and just hopefully I can do 250 more. So, everybody who's been here from day one, thank you guys. People who are brand new, welcome. People who just started listening a few months ago, welcome. Um, thank you as well. And, um, this how it is over here. First and frame rate show. I talk about Georgia Southern football. So talk about Atlanta Falcons football. And I try to tie everything into that situation as far as uh, other teams, whatever the case may be. Um, over here on the YouTube side of things, if you uh, like to listen over here, please give this a like uh, on the on the screen. Hit that like button. Also, um, share this. Let people know what I'm doing over here. Also, if you're listening on the podcast side, I put this on the podcast, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, I, I don't think I've been on a SoundCloud or Google in a while. So mostly I'm just on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor at the moment. So if you don't mind, go over there, hit it with our five star rating, pop that in. I mean, that'd be awesome. You know, um, if you want to find me, just like I said, you, it'll pop right on up if you just hit um first and frame rates in the google search it'll be easy to find um enough all of that let's uh go ahead and get into this uh podcast today i want to talk about georgia southern versus appalachian state we go up to Boone, north carolina and uh it's going to be a tough task uh georgia southern has not been playing well so far this year i will say the last two games and in some cases even the last three well i, I you know i'll back that up the last four games we actually played okay on the georgia state game we ended up losing we actually played pretty decent the coastal carolina game just got out of hand late we won the texas state game and the byu game was a for the most part i felt like it was a winnable game um shout out to the people that are over there you know the byu family so much love and um uh attention they gave to my post game video that was awesome i did not expect that but you know i you know it it was wonderful i really thank you guys um appalachian state comes into this game at nine and two six and one in the conference and georgia southern we are at three and eight two and five in the conference it has not been the best season for us this is the, the season finale for us um we had a lot of situations going on i don't want to get too much into them just to give you a quick 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 synopsis Basically, what happened was we lost our head coach at the uh, the school bus incident. I'm pretty sure if you know anything about Georgia Southern, you know what that is. And we had interim head coach, and we had a lot of injuries um, um, prior to the football. Well, the school bus incident um, lost some defensive players. J.D. King um, and um, Bradley Glenn uh, were two guys that was going to be the face of the team, um, the leaders of the team. They both uh Bradley Glenn went down JD King just never has been the same with that knee injury and he has not been he had limited playing time throughout the year 
So our running game, even though it has picked up a good bit, it just has not been the same with J.D. King. The defense had a lot of next man up mentality. That's where the Eldrick Robertsons of the world, Seth Robertson of the world, um, even Najee Thompson did step up on defense until he went down, because, you know, replacing Derek Canteen. And there's, you know, it's really cool because Derek Canteen will be back as well as Najee Thompson. So it's going to be really interesting. I think Najee Thompson may be suited well on the defensive side. I mean, the kid is just a ball hawk. He does a phenomenal job. Um, so, uh, with all the injuries and all the situations going on, it, it just has not been our year. But we do have a chance to spoil Appalachian State uh, season and for them not to be in a conference championship game. That will be pretty cool. It's, it's, it's one of the things where, you know, we're, Georgia Southern Appalachian State, if you don't know anything about this rivalry, usually the team that is doing the best throughout the season, the other, the other team ends up spoiling their plans. I mean, it's, it's, you know, down goes number one, down goes number one. You know, it, it's always been that way. In, you know, I mean, I can say it's always, but it's been like that in the FCS world. And even in the FBS, when Appalachian State was actually ranked, every time they were ranked, well, I can say every time, but there were at least two instances when they were ranked where Georgia Southern spoiled their party. Why not? They can't do it again this time. Well, Right now, Appalachian State has been running on all cylinders. They've been doing phenomenal so far this year, um, averaging almost 37 points a game, uh, allowing about 20 points a game. Last five games they played, they've scored 30 or more, and uh, they've basically been running roughshod on uh, teams. The last t- three games of 48 to 14, they beat um, Southern Alabama. Uh, 31 to 7 and they beat Troy 45 to 7 now for us we got blown out by uh uh South, South Alabama 30 um, 41 to 14 I can't remember the Troy score but we did end up I think we ended up losing that game too and uh it, it's just going to be a tale of if we just step up to this rivalry and play our best I mean right now um we don't look the best um, this, we're not playing George Southern football. I'll be honest with you, and um, I think Georgia Southern football is going to be a, under a different identity starting next year. But that's another story for another day. We will get into that, <laughs> you know, with the new coaching change. But when you have guys like uh, kind of just because I can't say his last name. To say, I, I was so good at saying it last video, but I can't say it now. Um, Sigelski, I think I said that right. He stepped up so well in the BYU game. I think he gives us a legitimate shot to play very well against Appalachian State. Yes, it's probably going to be cold up there. I mean, that's how it is around this time of the year. But I feel that with the quarterback play of Jaselski, I think I said that right. <laughs> I think he does give us a dynamic that we don't, we never really had. And it's like a pure passer. You know, I had people hit me up and say, hey, look, Connor looks like a college quarterback. That's my son in the background, so please, um, yeah, that's my son. He he always up here with me. He you know he looks like a college quarterback, and it's something that's been missing for George Southern for a long time. Yes, we have Cam Ransom. Cam Ransom does have the shoulder injury. He may be back, so it's going to be a real interesting look to see if you know Connor gets his second start, or will we go with Cam Ransom? Will we go with both? Now, I want to remind you, if we go with Connor um, Sigelski. 
he's gonna be uh, a totally different type of quarterback. You have to, you basically have to do a different game plan around him. Even though he can run, but he, you can look at him and tell he's not one of those option spread option RPO quarterbacks. Which I think he can run RPO because he can throw the ball very well. I mean, he was very accurate against BYU, and even if. That with Appalachian State, with their talented team, I still think we can be able to move the ball against them. Right now, they are allowing 214 yards passing per game, which kind of bodes well for Georgia Southern because we don't pass much. So we can probably sneak a couple passes in because we're an extremely run-heavy team. So maybe we can make that happen. Um, even if Cam Ransom's playing, we'll have a good situation where we can throw the ball. But it's going to really... Um, it's really going to boil down to the Georgia Southern defense. Georgia Southern defense um, is very suspect. We've been we've been getting manhandled throughout this entire season, especially in the passing game. Um, we get we've been giving up almost 294 yards passing throughout the season, uh, rushing almost 150, 160 yards rushing allowed. So a guy like you know. Um, Corey Sutton, which is the Appalachian State leading receiver, or you got a guy like Nate Noel, you know, and also you got Chase uh, Bryce. I mean, you got guys that are really good at moving the ball. So um, just like with the BYU game, we're going to probably have problems in the secondary. I think our front seven is going to be fine. Um, They're going to have to do a lot to loosen up the running game because we do play well against the run, even if with the guys that we have, but uh, they can easily loosen up the running. That's kind of like what BYU did at the end of the game. And and uh, also, uh, when you look at the game against Coastal Carolina, I think it was Coastal Carolina or Georgia State, definitely with Georgia State, they loosened up the running game, and it was really, really difficult for us to um, stop the run after a while. So Georgia Southern has a chance to spoil, and, and this would be great if Georgia Southern could spoil Appalachian State dreams of winning another Sunbelt title that will be phenomenal but the way things are going I don't see it I think Georgia Southern is probably going to lose probably lose pretty big because Appalachian State just as much we don't like them they don't like us but the thing about it is it's more of a, of a respectable type of robbery this is not the type of robbery that we talk about like with Georgia State where Georgia Southern we, like we just don't acknowledge them as a robbery which I already did a, a episode of that which I feel like we absolutely should respect that team as a rival Appalachian State has gets our respect going all the way back to the 80s playing against this team so I expect Appalachian State to win I don't want to really say that like that but knowing the type of team that we have um, and how it's been Appalachian State is just a better foe now what I want to see I want Georgia Southern to kick these dudes in the teeth and I want Georgia Southern to win this game and spoil what these guys are trying to do for the rest of the season and to just add more fuel to the rivalry and the history of it if we're able to so we'll see how that plays out that's pretty much my pregame it's not much X's and O's you can talk about it's just you know App State hate we just don't like the team we respect what they do and vice versa Appalachian State they respect the Georgia Southern Eagles but you know they want to kick us in the teeth as well um Georgia Southern is late to the party at adapting, and with Georgia, with Clay Helton going to be the coach next year, we're going to have a more comparable offense where, you know, we still can get over Appalachian State with the option run, but I think we're going to have a more modern style offense, so it's going to be fun to see down the road, like next year, year after that, or whatever the case may be, 
But I will say right now, we are behind as far as, you know, modernizing our offense. I think that's something that's been hindering us for the past four or five years. And we've been winning despite, but I think if we did have get the talent, and I think we're going to start getting that. If we get the talent in here, I think we're going to start looking more of a bigger and uh, you know faster, stronger, and a more potent style offense. And I can't wait to see it. But for right now, it's going to be an interesting game. Rivalry games always be something different. I did. Th- I didn't think that BYU was going to be. Um, I-, I didn't think we were going to be as good as we were against BYU. So crazier things have happened, and we're going to see how this plays out. Appalachian State is hosting Georgia Southern uh, for the season finale. Uh, it's going to be on the 27th of November. It's a 2.30 game, so it's kind of early. It's kind of weird that it's actually that early. I'd rather play them at night, but, you know, like I said, that's a different. That's another story for another day. So that's pretty much my take on that, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. Now, let's jump over to the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of turmoil going over there when you have the Falcons going down the last two games and in some cases don't even look like you're going down swinging the falcons are looking pretty bad right now i don't know what the injury report looks like as of right now it's still early in the week because it is tuesday night as of me recording this i don't know who's going to be playing when at by game time so i don't know what's going on with that but let's talk about arthur smith that's the one that's the player i mean the, the player that's the coach i want to talk about arthur smith is the coach of Atlanta Falcons. Um, he's very young. He's only 39 years old. I, I, I kind of slipped my mind that he was that young. We have a lot of time to get his f- fingerprints on this team. He only was able to draft a few. He only was able to do one draft class. Got a few free agents here that he tried to piece together. But I think by next year, the beginning of next year, the draft of next year, you're really going to start seeing what he can do. Some draft, I mean, some some salary spaces start opening up. Not only that, you're going to get more of your players in here. You already got seven from the draft, and you're going to probably get like seven or eight more, hopefully. And you're going to get some more free agents here. Some people are going to be gone due to uh, cap restraints and uh, 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 salary. So now, by then, we'll start seeing this fingerprints. A lot of people want to say. Get rid of the coach. Get rid of this. This was a business. You know, things don't get turned around in one year. I don't care who you are. Dan Quinn was here. It didn't get turned around in one year. We went to the Super Bowl the second year. Not saying that God Smith would do that. Stranger things have happened, but I definitely don't see that. But what I do see is a guy that's going to. Sorry about that. I dropped my phone. What you're going to see that is a lot of guys starting to take fold of his vision what he wants to do as a coach, things that he want to get in order with this team. And it's just going to be a matter of time where you're going to start seeing more out of this team. I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I would not be surprised if everybody's on the table as far as who can be moved around, who can be shifted, who could be traded, who could be cut. So um, for all you guys who are sitting there looking at Matt Ryan side-eyed, even though the salary is what it is, I would not be surprised if they try to make a move on him, not because I think that Matt Ryan sucks. It's just that Arthur Smith may want to start trying to put things into his perspective, not saying he has anything against Matt Ryan, but it may come a time where he may look at it like uh, I may need to do something different. Um, How likely does that uh, that happens? I don't think that's very likely. I think Matt Ryan's going to be here for at least the next, you know, two more seasons, possibly. 
maybe one, but I, I, I see probably like two more seasons. And um, he does give us the best chance to win, despite all the craziness people uh, will say. Um, he gives us the best chance to win. I think the main thing about Matt Ryan, he just needs some targets. You know, I mean, after Cordell um, Patterson went down, Cordell Patterson, you saw exactly what happened. It was abysmal. And then, I mean, they just couldn't do anything with Cordell Patterson in. You saw what happened against the Saints. When he's out, you saw what happened with the Patriots. Now, I think that they may go more offensive. I don't know. Because the defense isn't bad, per se, as far as talent. They're bad based on execution. So, you're going to have to get some guys in here that can execute. So, um, even though these guys are talented, they, I, they just can't execute. So we may be moving some guys out, getting some new guys in, and um, hopefully Dean P's and company, or if Dean P's decide to stay for another year, you're going to start seeing some things change. I just don't think Arthur Smith's foot uh, fingerprints are on is on this team yet. He's only doing what he has to work with. Shout out to Dan Quinn. This is what he left us. So I feel at the end of the day, I think Smith. We'll be able to do something next year. Do I feel like this this season is a wash? It it, it it's hard to say because see they're only four and six. They could turn this around and st- and possibly end up being five hundred and possibly a playoff team still. You know, so it, it's not like the season over. It's just that you you're looking at a situation where this team is clearly underachieved and looked really really bad the last two games. But just like how the NFL is, you could turn the right, right back around and look like a world beater in the next two, three games. That's just how it is. I mean, and, and you know, you just never know what may happen. Personally, I don't see them going very far. I, I want to still stick to my nine and eight, but that means they're going to have to go five and two the rest of the way. And um, I don't. That, that's going to be hard to see them do that right now. You know, I just did a video not too long ago about Calvin Ridley. Will he be returning? I'm not sure if he's going to be returning because his situation with mental health. And um, I, I, I got the gut feeling he's probably done for the season and um, may not come back to football. It just depends. You just don't know how this mental health stuff works. So, therefore, I'm really nervous about how that was going to play out. I just don't know. Um, but truth be told, they're still in the running despite what's going on. Arthur Smith doesn't have his fingerprints all on this team just yet. So there's a lot to unpack still within the season, and we'll see how that plays out. Um, I just feel that uh, Arthur Smith just has um, enough time and he has enough acumen under his belt to get more than one year to do something. And obviously, I think he, I don't think he's going to get fired or anything. Even if they don't win the rest of their games, I don't think he's going to get fired. He's just going to have at least two seasons to do something. And I think, like I said earlier, once he get more pieces that he wants, get some salary cap space opened up, I think he'll be able to get some more of his players in here, guys that he want, guys that he see that's on the draft board, so that guys that are in free agency that he could probably bring in. I think we'll see more of that, and um, I think that's what we're looking at at the end of the day. So it's going to be a tall task. It's going to be a tough road. The Falcons, man, it's just it's just been rough the last two weeks. Hopefully they'll turn it around, at least look, make it look respectable, and we'll see how that goes. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this, thank you, guys. Thank you once again for this uh, episode. This is episode 250. It's a short one because of the holidays. Didn't want to keep this uh, going too much. 
a little bit shorter than usual hope you guys enjoyed the content uh once again uh if you're on youtube hit the like button you know share this let people know what i'm doing over here if this your first time here um subscribe to the channel and watch out for more of my content um and uh if you're on the I know, baby. I know. I'm going to take you downstairs. Give me one second. My son wants me to take him downstairs. because He, he kind of know I'm almost done here. So that's my baby. I love him to death. Um, if you're over here on the uh, podcast side, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor, give me a high rating. Give me a five-star rating. No less than four. Hopefully, hopefully I did a good job. And um, let people know what I'm doing. You know, share this. You know, send it out to other people so people know what's going on with this uh, podcast. Talking about Georgia Southern. We're talking about uh, Atlanta Falcons and everything under uh, umbrella. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I appreciate this you guys have a wonderful thanksgiving and i will see y'all on the next one you guys be blessed peace